Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. As Governor Newsom budgets billions to address homelessness and calls for a bond measure to provide even more funding, a Republican state lawmaker is pushing a different idea. The Senate Minority Leader Brian Jones wants to ban homeless encampments near schools, parks, and libraries and pass a law requiring what he calls compassionate clearing of homeless camps. Senator Jones, a Republican from San Diego, introduced this measure last fall, but it's stalled in committee. Now he's got some Democratic support, as Senator Bill Dodd of Napa has signed on, and the bill could come up for a vote again next month. For more, I spoke earlier on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline with Senate Minority Leader Brian Jones. So thanks for being with us. Tell, tell us, what would your bill SB 31 actually do to help end homelessness? Doug, it's a, it's a small first step in dealing with the public safety uh, side of homelessness in California. As you probably know, I'm sure you've covered that neighborhoods throughout the state, both urban, rural, um, suburban, are are places where have been overrun with these large homeless encampments. And my bill is just a small first step in dealing with sensitive areas where children, families, elderly, and other um, vulnerable uh, parts of our community are, are using. So libraries, parks, schools, daycare centers, you know, I believe, and there's a large uh, part of Californians that believe that these areas should be safe and we should be protecting them. And many of these encampments are getting overrun with petty crime, violent crime, drug paraphernalia, um, sexual uh, prostitution activity. And we, it, it's just reasonable that we're going to protect the areas where our kids go. You know, a lot of these camps are around or, or even in parks. How would the bill's prohibitions be enforced? It's going to be up to the locals. You know, one of the things that this bill in particularly is concerned about is a compassionate approach to clearing these encampments. So what we're seeing right now is you'll have an encampment, you know, take place in, in a park or a downtown area, and then it builds and it builds and it builds, and then all of a sudden, you know, the pressure breaks and, the residents get irritated and get the government to come do something. And the government comes through, clears it out, throws everything away. And then the homeless people are left without their belongings or other, um, you know, abilities to take care of themselves. My bill requires a compassionate response in that there has to be a 72 hour notice to the encampment. So whether it's uh, the public health department, a county homeless uh, services department or organization or law enforcement, whatever the locals determine they're going to use, uh, and it's up to them. The, the bill doesn't prescribe that. They have to come through 72 hours ahead of time, let the homeless encampment residents, for lack of a better term, I guess, 
uh, know that we're, they're going to come back in three days and clear the encampment. And, that, and in the meantime, provide the people in the encampment information on where else they can go, what homeless uh, facilities are available for them to check into, what services are available for them nearby. And what we've learned recently, and sometimes in these encampments, there might be a homeless services, uh, either a nonprofit or even a government agency, a couple of blocks away that the people in the camp didn't even know about. So that's kind of what we're envisioning here with the notification and requiring the information for the homeless uh, folks in the encampments. But so where would all the people forced out of existing camps go when there are not enough shelter beds and treatment slots and so on to accommodate them? And a lot of times people sleeping on the street do know about the services and, you know, for a variety of reasons, they don't take advantage of them. Sure. That's yeah. There, there's a myriad of issues there in that question. You know, I'll try to, you know, Im- kind of narrow it down to the impact of this bill. This bill does not say that these people are going to be arrested um, or forced to go into some kind of treatment center. What it's going to do is present them the options of where they can go. Um, and if they choose not to go there, that's fine. They just can't stay near these sensitive areas and you know they'll have to find someplace else to go and right now in california there's plenty of places to go you know we're not cracking down statewide on this stuff the the point of this bill is very narrowed it's very tailored to protect public safety near these sensitive areas this bill stalled uh, in the legislature the first time around how optimistic are you about its prospects now i'm 50 50 at this point in time uh we're gonna circle back with all of those offices and find out you know some of the members made some comments in the committee hearing that shared their concerns of the bill and then they didn't you know they didn't vote against it so if those concerns are really what's keeping that senator from voting for it we'll see what we can do to um, alter the amend the language and one of the concerns was the thousand foot is that the right number? Well, okay, let's talk about 500 feet, 750 feet. What, what is the right number? Another person talked about being arrested and locked up in jail. That's not part of the bill. And so if I need to make that more clear in the bill, I'm happy to do it. And uh, we'll have those conversations over the next couple of weeks and see where we get. Do you think that as this crisis you know, on the streets goes on and on and on, uh, th- there's a narrowing of the gap between Democrat and Republican, liberal and conservative on the best ways for California to, to, to deal with it? Doug, the only place that this issue is partisan is in the Capitol building. Everywhere else in California, there is broad agreement. This is not a partisan issue. And, and I think if you ask any very liberal Democrat or very conservative Republican, you know, is this a partisan issue? And I think both of them would say no. And I'll bet if you got them in a room together and outside of the aspects of a political discussion, I'll bet you that they would even agree on what a proper response is uh, from the government and from our society as a whole. Yeah, this is not partisan. And as Californians, we need to all come together to solve this problem. And we all need to expect our legislative leaders in Sacramento to work together and solve this problem. That's why the bill's bipartisan. That's why we're trying to carry it in a bipartisan manner. That's why we're working with Democrats and Republicans and uh, you know independents in, in certain areas of the state. 
and trying to make some sense here. All right. Thank you so much. Senate Minority Leader Brian Jones, Republican from San Diego. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. Tomorrow we're going to talk about why so many people want to move out of California or do they? We'll find out. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 